and welcome to your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle news, The Bend Show. I'm your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Back. And as always, we love hearing from all of you. Comment, stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305 900 Bend. That is 305 900 2363. Like I said, you can call or text that number 305 900 2363 or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining me as always, my sidekick, producer and sound engineer and co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Hi. <laughs> I will try to pay attention. I'm uh, I'm watching bull sales as we speak. Seriously? So I will. Well, you, you never know. There might be a little bargain minutes. here that we not need to need to have. A bargain? A bargain? I'm the one who's holding the checkbook regardless you know, if it's fu- a bargain or not. Funny story. We were uh, at a sale. I was at a sale a couple weeks ago, and I came home, and I said, yeah, I bumped this heifer a few times. And then you said, what What? What does that mean? And I said, well, I ran her up to 8,000, and then I stopped. And then again, you I looked not at impressed. him, and I said, that's why you left without the checkbook. You were not impressed with that. Not in. We got a fun show today for you all. Of course, some news that I know you probably have not heard about and you've got to. And then on top of it, this year is one of those years if you're going to say, maybe plan an adventure to witness some incredible, captivating cosmic sights. I'm talking about looking up to the sky. Say that time 10 times fast. All right, let's just get this show rolling. (laughs) Sit back and enjoy the news. Illegal eagle feather trafficking unveiled. We head to the Flathead Indian Reservation in Montana where prosecutors say a Washington state man intends to plead guilty to helping kill some 3,600 birds, including eagles, and illegally selling their feathers. A judge issued an arrest warrant for a second suspect who failed to appear in the court last month. Now, if you remember back a few episodes, we did talk about this case and we were wondering how it was going to turn out. Well, As it turns out, such feathers are highly prized among many Native American tribes for use in sacred ceremonies and during powwows. The defendants are accused of selling eagle parts on a black market that has been a long-running problem here for the U.S. wildlife officials. According to U.S. wildlife officials, illegal shootings are a leading cause of golden eagle deaths and that immature golden eagle feathers are especially valued among tribes and a tail set from one of the birds can sell for several hundred dollars. Prosecutors say that Travis Branson of Washington and others killed the birds during a years-long killing spree on the Flathead Indian Reservation in Montana and elsewhere. We'll be continuing, excuse me, to watch this story as many may not realize how big the black market is for illegal wildlife, say products and such. It is a $20 billion business. And this uh, story that you're doing right now, this one made national news. Yes. We saw this on several different uh, news channels. Wasn't it, uh, did you say 3,600 birds is what they ended up harvesting? Oh, yes. Illegally oh, over the 3,600 year? birds over one year's That's worth incredible. time. That's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And then when you think about it, one doesn't realize how illegal wildlife trade, poaching, selling products from illegal wildlife, how big that is. Think about that. They can be worth up to $20 billion, those products that they are, and animals that they are dealing with. And it gives all of us sportsmen and outdoorsmen and agriculturalists a a bad rap sometimes because 
that's the stories that people hear, right? Those are the stories that make the news. It is, it is. But it is noteworthy to say how this illegal wildlife trading that's going on in the black market, they do say it is increasingly linked with armed violence, corruption, and other forms of organized crime. And if you are in the field and you notice something that is just out of the ordinary, it doesn't hurt just to call the authorities. Yes. And chances are it's great, but it doesn't hurt just to make the phone call, just to make sure that everything is what it should be, right? Next, I've got another one that's a little bit unsettling, and it's revolving around spy cams in vacation rentals. 10% of vacation rentals are coming equipped with concealed surveillance cameras. These cameras are frequently camouflaged as ordinary items like chargers, smoke alarms, and TV sound bars. That's illegal. Yes, it is. Travel experts recommend inspecting for absent screws, additional openings, and reflections that may indicate camera lenses. Rental platforms such as Airbnb enforce very strong regulations prohibiting hidden camera use. So if you find this happening when you're visiting your next Airbnb or VRBO, make sure you are alerting those platforms. We hear this more times than we should, actually, that there's cameras hid in in different places. We do. We do. But you know what? Uh, I'm still a fan of using Airbnb, VRBO, Absolutely. any of these rental places. Absolutely. You and I have had some excellent luck Ab- staying 100%. at some of these places, so I would not rule them out. It's just just more or less a little public service announcement. Be aware. And if I think that the camera is rolling, I'm going to put on a little show for them <laughs> and they will never record ever again. <laughs> Bam. That's how you fix that deal. Or they'll never take a reservation from us maybe, either. Maybe. <laughs> what might you find on the beach? I've got two stories here for you. First off, a bomb has washed up on a beach in California. A bomb squad was called in, confirmed the explosive was inactive, and then safely removed it from the beach. But as you can about imagine, that was quite the find to have just laying on the beach. Next, message in a bottle. How many of you have ever thrown a message in a bottle, tossed it in the sea or ocean, wondering if it'll ever be found? A South Carolina fisherman dropped a bottle in the ocean three years ago. The bottle contained a letter and ribbons. The fisherman was shocked that it made its way to France. And I got to say, how cool is that? Where, where, where was he at? He was in South Carolina, threw it in the ocean, and it ended up on and a beach up in, in France. France. That's pretty cool. Sorry, I was, I was watching the bull sale. I'll pay attention again. So question for you, Tigger. Have you ever thrown or found a message in a bottle? No, we we did that with balloons when I was a wee one, mm-hmm. that you put a little message uh, in a balloon and hot air balloons and you let them go, but I never heard of anyone coming back. All right, so when I was a young one, I, I would say probably in my early teens, I was fishing along the Knife River I grew up, grew up on. Anyway, I did find a bottle with a message in it. You never told me this. Yes. Okay, tell us about it. Yes, this is and groovy. it was pretty dang cool. I mean, this bottle was already old and I mean not really old but it was a glass pop bottle of type and ended up having a typed like from a typewriter message in it and had the address of who had thrown in the river and uh yeah it was had been out there floating around for 20 years so in the neighborhood area that it wasn't very far away or or were you able to trace it back and go oh that was so and so that lived down the road or what's the what's we were able to trace it back to it had been thrown in the river approximately um about 
I would say 60 miles to the west. Okay, that's so still it really cool. had that's floated still quite a ways. Cool. Lastly, I love this story. So those of you with kids or youth, and you're wondering what else could my child possibly earn a college scholarship for? Get this. High schoolers are securing scholarships to play cornhole at the college level. Recently, two high school seniors signed letters of intent to join Winthrop University in North Carolina as cornhole players. These scholarships are going to cover half of their tuition costs. That's not bad for playing cornhole, if you ask me. Both athletes are highly regarded, earning five-star ratings, and they represent the first students to commit to a college for playing cornhole. I love this. I do, too. I love this. When there's scholarships that are given out for, we've talked about for archery and for fishing and for trap shooting and those, exactly. uh, what, what do you call them, life lifelong? Lifelong skills, lifelong activities. That's what I love is that universities and colleges across the United States are jumping on board and understanding the importance of these lifelong activities. They keep us physically fit. They keep us mentally challenged. And we're allowed to continue socializing with other individuals in this crazy world where sometimes the electronics become too much of our friend versus real friends. You know what I mean. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about why you might want to be planning your travels this year around what's happening in the sky. This is The Ben Show. We'll be back after this. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? No, absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure sport needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to atlastracks.com. That's tracks with an X, Atlas Tracks. This is Kim with Medora Boot and Western Wear, and we have a lot of fun stuff that's coming up and that we've gotten in already. We've gotten in our supply of American straw hats. We didn't have them last year, but we have them in now in all kinds of sizes and styles. And we also got in Atwood felts. So we have 20X and 5X, and they're at a very good price and look great. They're good hats. So come by and see us at Medora Boot and Western Wear. And online at MedoraBoot.com. You've waited, dreamt of a hunting adventure, and now have harvested that trophy of a lifetime. Keep the memory alive with a custom-designed mount preserved as a work of art. Check out our approved taxidermist. Depending on your location, the award-winning Schneider Taxidermy is located in Helena, Montana. When hunting the Dakotas, JB's Wildlife Designs in Mandan, North Dakota. Then Shadron Creek Taxidermy in Nebraska. And for the Central USA, Little Rack Taxidermy in Macomb, Illinois. Reach out to The Ben Show and let us help you find the right taxidermist.
Welcome back to your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle news, The Ben Show. I'm your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, and Ryan Shotgun along, as always, is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Well, here is something that I want to make sure does not go past any of your radars, and that is that this is the year if you were to embark on an epic adventure to try and see some captivating cosmic sights. The reason being, in case you've missed this in the news, this year we are having a total eclipse. And that is going to be happening not too long from now. I feel like I should sing that song. Once upon a time, I was falling in love. (laughs) Oh my God. Now there's only love in the dark. Total eclipse of the heart. That's what I was singing. Okay, anyhow, eclipse. What's going on? All right. Well, we want you to get ready for this extraordinary event coming your way because on Monday, April 8th, 2024, North America will be graced with a total solar eclipse. Not Tigger singing, thankfully. <laughs> it's going to turn this day into night across a wide swath of the you United States. And what makes the total eclipse so incredibly noteworthy is that the next time it's slated to happen won't be for another two decades, 20 years from now. So what is this one, this eclipse? Is it where the moon goes in front of the sun or the planets align and Pandora's box opens up or something like that? This is the epitome of what we are taught in grade school of what a total eclipse is. Is. And that's where the moon is directly in front, of, in the front sun. of the sun. I thought we had that like four or five years ago. Didn't we have an eclipse like that? We did. I know you're right. I'd have to look back and see when the last one of this occurred. Because you weren't supposed to look directly at it and you were going to burn your eyes and all that. And it, I couldn't see it. It was a cloudy day. I was disappointed. Well, let's just put it this way. It's going to be very short lived. It's only going to last three minutes and 30 seconds that we are in complete darkness. Okay, so the middle of the day, we're supposed to be in complete darkness? Yes. I don't have the exact time. I probably, That's called I probably the winners up looked, in the north. I probably should have looked that up. Go to our show notes at thebenshow.com. I'll have the time the- on okay. there. Right. But yes, they're speculating. As I said, it will only last three minutes and 30 <laughs> seconds on Monday, April 8th. You're just going to want to make sure, of course, you have your protective eyewear. I know last time whenever I've tried to look at even partial eclipses and such, I always use a welding helmet. That's just my easiest go-to. It didn't work the last time, like I said, that there was an eclipse because I was all excited about it and I went out in the yard, but it was cloudy and I couldn't see it. Ah, I was totally disappointed. Well, it, it did get dark enough that the mercury lights went on, though. Okay. That, that's how we knew that we were having the eclipse. Okay, well, they're suggesting for the ultimate experience, and that's why we're saying you should plan an epic adventure around this, is that you should position yourself beneath the path of totally stretching from northern Mexico all the way through Texas up to Maine into Canada. They're saying it's going to cover our entire North American region for this eclipse. Do you need to go up higher in in elevation, excuse me, to be able to witness this a little better? Is that what the recommendation is? Or it's like... Yes, yes, exactly. Now you're getting what I'm saying because <laughs> you're going to want to go somewhere where your view is not going to be obscured. Obstructed. obstructed. There you go. So in order to see this epic event, because colors are going to shift around you, some of the brightest stars are going to emerge even for a few minutes, and they're recommending to also... Choose a location that you want to explore. So think about it. If you're thinking, hey, I know it's April, but can I get in one last ski trip? 
think of going somewhere way up in the Rockies or somewhere high up in elevation. Okay, that's super cool. That's kind a of a idea. neat thing. And some of these ski resorts are already saying they're going to do like a nighttime ski or something just to kind of help people go and enjoy this. What date is that? Let me look that up. Monday, April 8th. Okay, so it's on, on a Monday. Uh, so you're going to have to take the wee ones out of school maybe. You got it. If that's you why do something like that's that as why a family. we're talking about this now, so that you have a couple of weeks to plan something. Uh, the biggest thing is to make sure you get out of city limits, get away from anywhere that a streetlight might pop on for a couple minutes, anything like that. I want to do a selfie with you and I, where we see. Well, I guess we won't see anything because the moon will be covering up the sun. Aha! Yes, yes. But how fun would that be to take the family? to something neat, you know, even go to say a national park or go hiking somewhere where, you know, you'll be way out in the middle of nothing. And you're actually kind of in a way going to see kind of almost like a sunrise sunset feeling as the moon goes in front of the sun. Okay. So give us the details again, the date and kind of the time of when this is going to happen. I'm going to write this down to you. So we get Remember it. Remember I calendar. said, I don't know the time, but I'll oh, have it in the, the show oh. notes. Okay. The Ben I'll have all that information there. Another date to mark down though, while you're doing your planning and you're going April's too soon. I'm not going to be able to get that one in. In September, you know how we always talk about a harvest moon? Mm -hmm. Well, this year, we're having a super harvest moon eclipse. So it won't be a total eclipse, but it'll be a partial eclipse. And it's happening September 17th through the 18th, that night. That night of the 17th going into the wee hours of the early morning on September 18th, the super moon is going to occur. And if you don't know what a super moon is, they appear closest to the earth. So they appear bigger and brighter than usual. And as I said, this one's going to include a partial partial eclipse. So how cool would that be to take an adventure out in the fall? The colors are beautiful around you. And now you're getting to take in the harvest moon. I always love seeing a harvest moon. And I know some of you are saying, oh, come on, a harvest moon. Da, da. No, it is really cool. Even like the Northern Lights, the Aurora Borealis, if a person gets to be able to experience that and actually witness that and see it. it. It is really cool to be able to say, I got to see this or I got to see this eclipse yes. or that harvest moon that you're talking about. I'm glad you brought up the Aurora Borealis because, yes, they are going to be winding down now in these northern colder regions. However, we are right now in a path of having the most, uh, how do you want to say it, northern lights occurring this year and next year. And so if you're wanting to take the chances to go see these and you've never seen them in your life before, this next year, 2024, through the winter months, 2025, that's when you're going to want to book your trips to somewhere up north that's known for more lucky. We have them in our own backyard every year. It's over from there. So this is your last chance is what you're saying. And my last one, for those of you that love the super moon, and they sometimes uh, coincide that with thinking of about pheasant hunting and such because it happens in October. The super moon this year is going to be October 17th. So there you have it. We've got some great things for you to be watching for and having your eyes to the sky. This is The Ben Show. We're taking a short break. When we come back, we've got more news for you. Hey, guys and gals. This is John Armand with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. 
Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow TVOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. Are the Florida Keys calling your name? Have you dreamed of catching exotic mahi-mahi, red snapper, sailfish, grouper? Blue Water Girl Charters can fulfill your dreams of saltwater fishing excitement. Book today, full or half-day charters. Let Blue Water Girl Charters make your dreams a reality. Blue Water Girl Charters, follow on Facebook for booking and more information. Blue Water Girl Charters, catch dinner and memories. Welcome back to your outlet for outdoors and Western lifestyle, The Ben Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, and riding along shotgun is my co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. All right, foodies, pay attention. There have been some new culinary delights that you might want to try. First off, we head to KFC as they have unveiled their latest menu edition called the Cheesa. Yes. Chiza, spelled C-H-I-Z-Z-A. It's a delectable fusion, they say, of fried chicken and pizza flavors. This limited time offering features two crispy, extra crispy, let me put it that way, fried chicken fillets adorned with zesty marinara sauce, gooey mozzarella cheese, and crispy pepperoni. And then we can cover it all with that gravy. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I can I mean my arteries are clogging thinking about it. But how does that how can you pair that gravy with the care. pizza sauce? That just sounds it like a no-no. That that can go on ice cream. That's how incredible that gravy is. I don't know what the secret ingredient is in that gravy that makes you crave it night and day. I love that gravy. Okay, what else you got? All right, now all I'm thinking about is how much we're going to have to continue to watch your cholesterol and such as you continue to so, drink gravy as so, though it is, you know, it's not my you don't fault. drink gravy. It's okay? not my fault. He just, he puts that rest, he puts something in there that just makes you crave it all the time. All right, next, while you're out eating out, let's go to Wendy's. They've got a new frosty flavor in their attempt to remind us all that summer is right around the corner. In a couple of weeks here, come mid-March, they are unveiling their newest flavor called the Orange Dreamsicle. Yes. Tigger's looking at me. It is supposed to taste just like nope. the dream sickles we had when nope. we were kids. Those those cream sickles. Nope. I was never a fan of I them. I was so not I'm either. Pass. I want to go back to the gravy pizza. <laughs> All right. Next one. If you're going down the grocery <laughs> aisles, Old El Paso. Yes, those are the company that's known for their salsa seasonings, tacos. Well, they've come out with a new dessert crunchy taco that being called the cinnamon toast crunch dessert taco shop do you dip it in gravy no (laughs) gosh you could dip it in hot fudge maybe all right so this cinnamon toast crunch dessert taco shell is yes a crispy crunchy taco that has been dusted with cinnadust and they're saying it pairs well when you fill that taco up with vanilla ice cream. Why are they not a sponsor of ours? I know. Right now, I could go for one of those. That sounds exceptional. And hate to tell you, Tigger, that's probably going to fall in our grocery cart next time we go to the grocery store. Not so much the gravy. <laughs> but, all right, so looking at these new foods that have hit the market, I'm looking at this dessert taco that they came out with from Old El Paso, and it made me think of one what you do for me sometimes, you'll take tortillas and just kind of lightly 
oh, fry them in yep. butter in yep. the frying pan. Yep. And then you go and dust them with cinnamon sugar or yeah. you'll drizzle melted peanut butter yep. on them and caramel. Because or- you're having a sugar fix and I got to and you get hangry. Don't really angry. What? Yeah. Like, what is with Epic. this episode? I feel like you're trying to throw me under the We're bus. We're just being honest and transparent with everybody. That's what they want it's us to do. It's not my fault. I feel it's part of my heritage. It's okay? not my fault. I love that gravy. I have a sugar tooth. You you have an addiction to gravy, and I have an addiction to <laughs> sugar. So I know we just talked about new foods out there that you can go try, or maybe throw in your grocery cart. I'm going to suggest though, it's starting to warm up. And encourage all of you, if you haven't been using your Dutch ovens the last couple of months here because it's been cold out, Dutch oven season is just around the corner. And guess what? You can use those Dutch ovens in your oven in your house as well. Are you hinting at something? So start practicing. Maybe make some cobblers. Tigger makes cobblers. They're super easy. Give it a try. I'm telling you. That's all for this week, folks. Thank you to my producer, sound engineer, co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. And remember, folks, to keep sending in any questions you might have, or if you know of something spot-worthy for us to share, a recipe we need to test out in our very own cabin kitchen, or your area's field reports. That number again, you can call or text 305-900-2363. Again, that's 305-900-2363. Or you can always email bendradioshow at gmail.com missed this episode or want to hear past shows you can find them all on the website thebendshow.com including this show's show notes be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app and to the Ben Show YouTube channel looking to change things up for your next event conference awards banquet or rodeo think about having us Tigger and Beck entertain your crowd we are PRCA pro rodeo card holders where Tigger is a pro rodeo announcer and we are PRCA music directors from MCs to the event headliner, public speakers, even acting as a host couple for your event. Think about having Tigger and Beck make it a memorable event to be had. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, The Prairie Crocus, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Blue Water Girl Charters, Buckstorm, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wablo Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFDTV, and Wrangler. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along, and whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. And remember to keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. <laughs>